I'm Ken Boone, and this is my podcast, Much More to Say. This show is sponsored by the Descant Music and Media Group, creators and producers of podcasts covering a wide range of subjects. Our shows are hosted on Spreaker and available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Check out our Much More to Say blog, posted bi-weekly, where the conversation continues. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more, the number two, say.weebly.com. Now, on with the show. Hey there, and welcome back. This is Ken, and before we get into today's episode, I'd like to give you a uh, quick little COVID update. As of this recording, there are over 16 million cases of COVID-19 in the United States. We've lost almost 300,000 of our brothers, sisters, parents, grandparents, friends, and foe to this deadly disease. So, needless to say, the pandemic is still raging. But there's hope over the horizon. I'm watching some TV this morning and I'm I'm overcome with joy to see boxes being loaded onto FedEx trucks, UPS trucks of the Pfizer vaccine which will be delivered and in the arms of those at the greatest risk within the next maybe 48 hours. That's a wonderful thing. I am so happy. And I can't, um, I can't get my shot fast enough, but I know I'm kind of further down the list. So I'll keep taking precautions as should you. Another thing is, the irony of all of this, the people who are at the forefront of uh, developing this vaccine, those who are you know, going on the news shows and reassuring us you know, about um, the dangers of this illness, the precautions we can take, and the ones who are administering hope. There's an irony to um, who they are. And uh, we'll get into that in another episode, but just let me leave that out there. Now, of course, our president is uh, trying to take credit for a lot of this stuff, and we'll get into that too. But uh, because he is not taking this as an opportunity to keep his head down and maybe get on a plane and kind of go away, you know, he's still part of the news. And this is where we jump into today's episode. 
Now, I don't know if any concession speech will ever be given. I don't know if any votes will be overturned. I don't know if any states will flip. I don't know if there'll be any significant wins in court, but I do know this for sure. Number one, they lost the race that counted the most. Sure, they got some seats in the house and these were seats that we flipped in 2018 and they got them back. I mean, they're entitled to a comeback, okay? Um, not to mention, for me, we got our governor back and we got our attorney general back. So in North Carolina, we're okay. You know, he, we live to fight another day. Number two, they lost some states that they were supposed to win. Some they were supposed to hold on to. Some they even thought they were going to flip. Didn't do it. And number three, since I have a show to do and I'm long overdue putting it out, I got to get working. So here goes nothing. All right. Back in 2016, for some reason, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Our current president broke through the blue wall, the big blue wall. Oh, we were going to hold on to it. He barely eked out wins in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Ohio. So he won. Okay. Don't like it, but he won. Now, the loser always does an autopsy at the end, and after everything is done, the dust settles, and we realized that there was a whole lot of crap going on that contributed. We didn't put our candidate on the ground. There were still people who didn't think that women could uh, be heads of state, at least here, while they're heads of state everywhere else. And they're capable of being corrupt, too. I mean, the... the prime minister or president, whoever the head of state is in South Korea, she's in jail. I don't know if she's still there now, but she went to jail. So women are just as capable of running states for the better or the worse, right? There's just a lot going on. All right. In 2020, our guy, President-elect Biden, took back Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. All right, we didn't get Ohio back, and we may never get it back. It may be totally blue from here on out, uh, except for Cleveland and um, Columbus, but, you know, we can live with that. And it's sad. Not to worry, we flipped two Republican states, two deep red states, Georgia and Arizona. Now, we couldn't have flipped any of these states without huge turnouts from their major cities and the surrounding suburbs. Philadelphia and Pittsburgh gave us Pennsylvania. Detroit gave us Michigan. Milwaukee and Madison gave us Wisconsin. And, um, I mean, we got Cleveland, we got Columbus, but that wasn't enough for Ohio. But yeah, we flipped those states. We flipped them back. Now, while we're still in the flipping mood, let's look at Georgia. Thank you, Atlanta and its suburbs. It's many suburbs. And thank you, Phoenix and its suburbs, as well as Tucson. And thank you, John McCain and his widow, Cindy. Thank you for Arizona. 
Now, this wasn't without opposition, so we're going to take a peek at a couple of these cities when we come back from a break. In particular, Philadelphia and Atlanta. These were two cities that were under constant assault, a barrage of negativity, a barrage of craziness, a barrage of allegations of fraud, a barrage of these people don't even know how to spell their names, much less count votes, all kinds of stuff. Take the votes away. You know, once the votes are cast, let's disqualify them. Let's get everybody involved to do this, just to pull this off. But they held the line. And we're going to talk about them when we come back. This is Ken Boone, and you're listening to Much More to Say on the Descant Music and Media Network. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more the number two say.weebly.com You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, we're back, and thanks for hanging in there with us on this episode of Much More to Say. I'm going to call this B-Block A Tale of Two Cities. Now, I know that's not a very original title, but I think it's uh, appropriate in this case. All right. You know, for decades, my brother called Philadelphia home. He lives outside of it now, but Philly is pretty much still where he earns his living. Plays in the jazz clubs, teaches at Temple University, and you know, gives lessons. That's just home. My favorite brother-in-law sister-in-law and very precocious niece live right outside of Philadelphia in Bucks County. And uh, so I know a thing or two about uh, Philly. Let me just add to that. I have more Facebook friends from Philly than anywhere else in the country combined. Our current president made it a point to single out Pennsylvania and in particular the city of Philadelphia as a place that's rife with corruption. Quite frankly, we were going to cheat or they were going to cheat. Now, some people say, okay, it's because there's a huge black population in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, uh, for that matter. That's just part of the story. No, there's a lot of Democrats there. And there's a lot of Democrats who, you know, call it like it is. I know from experience, these are some of the nicest people out there, but you mess with them, they'll knock you out. And if they're in a good mood, they'll pick you up, dust you off, and give you a plate of food before they send you on your way. So I think that um, the research picked the wrong city to mess with. Now, it didn't stop them from trying, and, you know, some of the supporters were marching around with guns and trying to intimidate. You can't intimidate someone from Philadelphia. Doesn't work. I know. I've never tried it, but I've seen people try it. And as a result, they administered a huge beatdown. Even when the initial results were coming in and 
our guy was down by thousands, tens of thousands of votes. I mean, the other guy was around 60%. Our, you know, our guy was around 40%. You still heard the pundits and, you know, the, the insiders saying, okay, you know, our guy's going to win by maybe up to 100,000 votes because they haven't counted Philly. Well, they counted Philly, and he won by, our guy, by the way, won by, who knows, I lost count at about 80,000. 80, yeah, there was an attempt to use the courts to try to overturn, try to twist some arms, bring people down, you know, to the White House, but that didn't work. Our guy won, and our guy won big. And not just in Philadelphia proper, but in the surrounding counties that make up the greater Philadelphia area. Since numbers don't lie, here's some numbers. In Philadelphia, the city and county, 81% for Biden. In Bucks County, used to be a very red county, 52% for Biden. Montgomery County, 63% for Biden. Chester County, which, all, which again was a formerly red county, 58 and Delaware, reliable Delaware County, 63% of the vote goes or went to President-elect Joe Biden. Okay, let's hop on I-95 heading south. All right, we want to get into Virginia midway through around Petersburg. Hang a right, get on I-85 south. Continue on that road. Do not get off at the exit that says to 485 because that's going to take you to my house. And I want you to keep going. A couple of more hours, about two and a half, three hours more, you hit the city of Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, home of Representative John Lewis, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and for me, most important, my son, Kenny Boone Jr., and my granddaughter, Amina. This is the site of a civil war that's taking place in the Republican Party. Now, our outgoing president could not accept defeat. So he used intimidation. He sent some of his senator friends down, or at least on the phone, to call and try to persuade them to toss votes. So what we did, or what they did, was through a bone— the uh, Secretary of State threw a bone, recounted on his own. Biden won again. Because it fell within a certain margin, there was an automatic recount. Biden won again. How many times you want to lose? Went to court. Biden won again. The beatings were so bad that now they're threatening each other. They're threatening each other with violence. And it's pretty sad, but... That's how they roll. It's affected their senatorial races. These were supposed to be two cakewalks. And as you can see, their two senators are now in runoffs. This was a win going away. And again, because the numbers don't lie, let's go back to the numbers. Okay, here are the results in the five largest counties in Metro Atlanta. Fulton County, home of Atlanta, Biden got 73% of the vote. In Gwinnett County, Biden got 58%. DeKalb County, Biden got 83% of the, of the vote. Cobb County, 56% of the vote. Henry County, 
60%. Doesn't leave a lot of gray area. I mean, these are not counties that you should be recounting anything. This is it. We won. They lost. 16, 2016, they won. We lost. You're allowed to gripe. That's fine. But at the same time, for the sake of democracy, please, please, the ones who want to be around to run again in 2022 and 2024, come on, get with the program, all right? You have a chance to, you know, challenge everything this guy does, our, our guy. You get to challenge his cabinet picks. You get to challenge any type of proposals for any new laws, any new bills. You can complain when he signs executive orders. You can do all of that stuff. It's part of the deal. You can do that. But this stuff has got to stop, okay? Now, next week, I'm going to shift my attention probably to what's going on in the coronavirus scene as far as the vaccines and some statistics and all. But if this whole political thing, the results of the election, if it continues, I'll probably talk about that. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear as we always have. So thanks again for listening. And we'll talk real soon. Today's quote is from Nelson Mandela. Fools multiply when wise men are silent. Until next time, this is Ken Boone. Thanks for listening. We invite you to visit our website, muchmoretosay.weebly.com. That's much more the number two, say.weebly.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our podcasts are hosted on Spreaker. We're also available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and most podcast directories. So like, comment, Share and join the conversation. This has been a production of the Descant Music and Media Group.